family, Kevin here. Welcome to Beyond the Walls, where we encourage one another to cultivate a lifestyle of worship beyond Sunday morning. I'm actually joined today by two other people. I've got Michelle. Hey, everybody. And Ryan. Hi. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. Uh, so today we're actually going to talk about um, one of the songs that we've written here. And a lot of you, well, I hope all of you know it because you're on this team. But we're going to talk about Defiant Joy. Uh, in the past, when we've done behind-the-scenes episodes, it's been about the the writing content and the uh, meaning behind the song and the songwriting process, but we're going to do something a little bit different. This is going to be a production behind the scenes, so we're going to talk lighting, we're going to talk uh, MD stuff and what we do with the band, uh, which is why there are three of us today. But Defiant Joy, hopefully you guys all know this song. Uh, hopefully you've sung it or played it. I think everyone's done it, right? Probably so at this point. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so we're just going to kick it off and dig in. Um, I think where we'll start is just talking about s parts of the songs that we highlight in our different roles. So as an MD, as uh, the director, as a lighting designer, Michelle, why don't you kick it off and talk through lights a little bit? What are parts of this song that you try and highlight? Yeah, absolutely. Honestly, what we're trying to do is match lyrically and energy wise um, what people are hearing and seeing and experiencing from the song. So. Um, at the beginning of the song, it's actually pretty um, soft and gentle. The line is, there's a line that says, a rest for the weary heart. And so we're trying to match that with lighting to be um, calm and subdued a little bit. But then as this song builds this idea of defiant joy, um, I want to match that with moving lights, with effects on the lights that are um, in tempo with the song, uh, kind of helping people catch the energy of this idea that... Um, joy is something that is defiant regardless of what's going on so we start slow um, and kind of sit in that that idea that we need rest but then build up to this idea of joy um, and then really in the chorus um, that idea of defiant joy and then into the bridge uh, we're trying to get people to engage uh, not just this is a band on stage singing a song but this is me and so we'll use things like the movers going out, um, moving back and forth across the stage and across uh, the people that are sitting in the auditorium um, and bringing the lights up to help people feel like this is all this is all of us, not just uh, the band that's on stage singing the song. Yeah, there's a this thing that you and I talk about a lot and um, it's really subtle. I don't know if any of you listening notice this, but uh, I'll, like I'll talk about a specific moment. So when we go from verse one into the chorus, uh, there's kind of the song opens up just a little bit and it's almost this like welcome like welcoming into the song welcoming into uh, like choosing joy choosing to be joy uh, joyful uh, through difficult things and uh, when we program those lights we actually um, even though the song is still kind of quiet there's not a lot of movement happening uh, in terms of dynamics but we will bring the lights up mm -hmm. and we'll program um, you know, something that isn't moving a lot, but is a little bit brighter, which seems counterintuitive, right? When the song is quiet, you would think that the light should be a little bit muted to match the mood. But what actually happens um, when we're programming for stuff like that, where we want people to be drawn in, um, the brighter lights, the, the um, almost in your face kind of a thing, uh, actually opens the space up in the auditorium for uh, people to join in the song. It's like a big hug of light, uh, which is like, I don't know. I've, I love doing that. I love that effect. I think it's a really interesting thing that um, is a little counterintuitive, but really effective uh, for worship when, you know, 
we're trying to get people to join and worship together. We're trying to worship as the body. You know, we're not here just to be by ourselves in that room and watch a band, like you said. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, cool. Are there any other like specific parts of that song, um, as far as like lighting programming that you wanted to point out? Yeah, I think the main other spot where um, we really changed, we kind of get a lot more engaging with the lights, is the second bridge. So we come into the bridge and we're singing about um, the the empty grave made away for my heart to come alive, and then the second bridge, the drums are going to jump in and yeah, we're really going like to follow cool that energy. Drums. Yeah, and so we try to to really engage lighting wise there also, um, just to help people kind of to join in, just like you said, to join in with the energy of what's happening, to sing that truth over themselves, um, so that they're really um, grabbing hold to like this is a really important thing that we're singing about that the empty grave of Jesus is the thing that lets me be have defiant joy. Yeah, uh, we get to play around with like physicality as like lighting designers, yeah. which is a really mm -hmm. strange thing to think about. But um, something that I've done and you've done is taking the movers the mm -hmm. uh, on the back row of the stage and having them pan back and forth, um, almost to to welcome people into uh, worship, not with just their voices, but with their whole bodies. Right, that like you can sway along to this song and worship, not just, you know, in your head or with your eyes, but you can put your hands up, you can move back and forth, you can kind of step back and forth. Um, and that's a really small thing that we'll do to encourage uh, worship through the whole body, not just in the thing that we normally expect, which is singing, um, which I think we do, we do it in the last chorus, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, yep, at the end. Cool, well, um, Ryan, Tell us about some moments in this song that you try to highlight with the band. Yeah, thanks. Um, so the thing about this song is it starts off a little more sparse than a lot of things. There isn't a big intro. There isn't any big moments going into it. And so it's really just that keys part to start off. And I like to keep that right in the mid-range. If the bass player's in, I like to have him be a little higher up on the neck. And that just starts you off in this place that's squashed a little bit uh sonically of like everything's kind of in the middle and what that does that allows it later on to open up huge so the big moments i'm thinking are verse two the snare and the kick come in and that just gives it a little bit more of a floor where there's some like momentum going as it's building builds into the chorus which is still that snare kick and just adding some toms in just gives it some momentum brings it down for the bridge and then what I love is it like explodes halfway through it with this big drum thing. Mm -hmm. The guitar goes up high and that just opens it up way more than it's been the entire song. And so that I love to hit big and I love to like just swell into that a little bit on the cymbals. And then going from there, straight build for the last little part of the bridge. And then what I love is a big fill into this huge open like straightforward like rock drum part that just feels like you can finally like exhale everything like that whole bridge has been building and building this tension and then you just hit it big and you just open that up you're washing on the symbol the whole time and just give that last chorus this like explosive kind of thing so I try to be intentional about that make sure my bass player doesn't go too low too early make sure my guitar player isn't up too high too early and uh yeah making sure the drummer uh saves like his big fill for the song for then because that's when like everything really kicks in together and then it's just huge from there on. 
Yeah, I think exhale is the right word for that moment at the end. And it all kind of culminates with the what the band does and what we do with lighting and even camera work a little. Mm -hmm. Like camera I think the work camera too, work yeah. speeds up just a tiny bit by the end of the song. Um, I don't know if that's intentional or not, but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, we're trying to match that same energy with with you know, with cuts and fast takes to be able to to match what the band is doing the way that they're building and build that visually also yeah is there anyone uh in this song that you're always like i need to get a shot of that person on an inch or like that instrument in this song michelle there's a fun little um guitar lead line i don't know ryan you'll probably know exactly where it is uh, in the bridge i think yeah um so we try to get i try to get that on camera pretty regularly and then that the building drums the hits in that second bridge um just because that's what people are hearing and so I want folks who are watching from home in the auditorium, we've got iMag. So on the side screens, people are seeing our broadcast feed. Um, I want people to actually just be able to see a little bit closer, a little bit more of the detail of, of what's happening with some of those key pieces. So those are probably the two. Yeah, we like seeing all of you people on camera nice and close, all you worship team people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, those uh, I've tried to do it before, but there's those hits in the bridge. Uh, and I've tried to program the lighting to match those specifically and it's so it's complicated really i haven't hard. figured it out yeah. yet but that's like you know if we had two weeks to work on one song maybe we'd get that right <laughs> um ryan i think um i mean we get this question all the time but there is a very specific piano lead line right at the beginning beginning of the recording um, which is a really cool lead line that jonathan wrote um but we get this all the time. Like, do I play that thing? Do you want me to learn that specific line? Even with the electric parts, uh, how do you work with uh, different keyboard players, I guess, with that line specifically? Yeah, well, it's it's a tough thing. I like that line. I think it's cool. Um, it's hard to play, and it's hard to play if you're singing. So we've had times where a worship leader has been playing it, and I've just been like, hey, I don't think you have to worry about that. Just hit that chord, and then that gives the guitar a little bit of room to go in. So it's basically just making sure that no spot is too empty with any of these parts or no spot is too full or whatever. So if there's a guitar line that's a little complicated, you can simplify that, but just be in the right range and know whatever and try to give our guitar players some freedom if they want it. The thing is we have a lot of really talented people that can play all these really difficult parts already, which is huge and helpful. Um, but yeah, I'm just like, let's keep the energy of the song. Let's keep the, the feeling, the mood of the song. But you don't have to play every single part note for note. And I think our musicians have good enough instinct to know what will fit and what won't already. Yeah, I can attest to that lead line being really hard to play. <laughs> <laughs> I've had to play it a couple of times. Um, something we actually have done, at least the last couple of times I've been in the band, is that I don't play that specifically. But when we get to that first chorus that's when I start adding a little bit of movement on the keys um, and it builds nicely into the second verse when um, that like rolling snare kind of takes over movement. Um, I think at the end of the song, uh, it's a weird thing, but I actually play a lot less on keys. Um, just like I'll kind of just play the chords through on like the downbeat and everything. Um, but that makes room for like other people to do stuff, you know? Yeah, totally. It's uh. That's the thing as a keys player, you're playing way more in the empty moments. And then when I've been on keys, I'm like, oh, it's a big chorus. I can kind of just 
hit the bass with my left hand and like one or two notes on my right hand for like the whole chorus and it's kind of fine because at that point the bass is in the guitar is in if there's an acoustic guitar that's driving it so you have a lot less to worry about as a keys player when everybody else is in but the hard part is when you're the only one that's when like the pressure's on yeah it's just the keys by themselves (laughs) cool well uh I hope you guys enjoyed listening to how we think through this song and um, hopefully none of this is new, but these are the kind of conversations that we're having as we get ready during the week and we're programming and we're planning out what to do with a band. Uh, is there anything else you guys wanted to point out before we close this out? Um, no, I don't. I think just the main thing is, is we get to plan during the week, but all of us get to kind of be intentional with this in the way that we play and the way that, you know, our, lighting designers run cues or people run lyrics um, so it's not just the three of us but our whole team that gets to help kind of bring this alive for people yeah love it well hope you guys enjoyed that and we can't wait till we sing this song together again mm-hmm.